We keep things rolling here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm your host, Mike Mercado. He's the one. He's the only. He's Paul Stravari. And we have three Hall of Fame Chicago Bears going to Cadden. It is Steve Mongo McMichael. It is Julius Peppers, who might be going in as a Carolina Panther, but a lot of love for Julius here in Chicago. And of course, the greatest to ever do it at his position. Number 23, the dynamic Devin Hester. This was an amazing crop of Hall of Fame inductees this year into the Football Hall of Fame. And to see Mongo get in after the fight he is going through with ALS, to see Julius Peppers, who's one of these players who was very underrated and yet still got the love he deserved when it finally mattered the most. And Devin Hester, probably the most controversial inductee because of what he did and what it might have impacted. But there's a lot of conversation to be had. But at the end of the day, we have three new Hall of Famers amongst them, amongst this new class, and three of them play for the Chicago Bears. Before we get into our conversation, why don't we take a quick listen to some of the good highlights, some of the big highlights of these three new Hall of Famers. Devin Hester off to our left. He is the deep man about his six-yard line. His average during the season for the All-Pro, 26.4 on 20 returns and two touchdowns with a long of 96, dipping to 15.3 in the playoffs. Ball off to our right. Adam Vinatieri has it on the tee. The Colts in all white. The Bears, navy blue and white. You know, white numerals are about ready to go. By the people in the stands, they don't need seats today because they're all standing. Vinatieri on the approach. Flat falls. Popping here in Miami. It sails to the far side around the 8-yard line to Hester. Under it. And to the middle with the 15 to the 20. Breaks free of the 25 to the 30. To the outside. 40. Midfield. 40. 30 to the Colts. 20. 15. Hester 5. Oh! Well, my thought is, Jim, in a big game like this where nerves can be a factor, it's always better to start on defense. So the Colts, maybe it was a, a blessing losing the coin toss. This game is brought to you in high-definition television. So the Colts will be kicking away, and there he is, Adam Vinatieri, moving over this year as a free agent from the Patriots, leaving them as their all-time score, winning two Super Bowls for them in the end, and having another spectacular postseason. But Devin Hester, the rookie who was so dangerous, who went to college here at Miami, he led the NFC in both kickoff returns and punt returns. And the Colts have had a hard time all season covering kicks. It's Hester trying to work it back to the middle. Gets past the first wave, and here he goes. It's Hester inside the 30. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. And no flag, 92 yards. Sacked, and the ball is loose. Hit was made by Julius Peppers. Half block, and it falls. Did Peppers catch it? Oh, Julius yeah, Pep Peppers with the block and the interception. What a play. Third down and three. Vic under pressure from Peppers. Loses the football. And you can't let him come scot-free because he will take your quarterback down. Barb's pass is deflected and Julius Peppers intercepts it at the 14-yard line. It's picked up to bar the ball's not loose. Touchdown, Chicago. Julius Peppers knocked it away. Lock hit from behind. The ball is picked off. Julius Peppers. 
Gabbard in trouble, hit from behind, lost the football. Julius Peppers, the recovery. And Roethlisberger in trouble, and the ball comes loose again. Peppers comes up with it. Julius Peppers with an escort to the end zone. Touchdown. Briggs forcing the fumble. Peppers goes in for the touchdown. Stafford looking that way, and it's stripped from behind. And covered up by McClellan. Julius Peppers snuck in behind Stafford and batted it away. The slant is deflected and intercepted by Peppers. Julius Peppers with the tip and the pick. The newest horseman name, and then a two. Oh, oh driver. One, two, see ya. Good night, Mr. Guerrero. It's Betty by time. It was the wrong man on the wrong day to pick on a horseman. Listen up, all you wrestlers. Our horsemen are back. And it ain't gonna be easy no more. On goes home, Chicago. And don't worry, I'll have a, I'll have some speaks with that home plate umpire after the game. Ooh, a one, a two, a three. Take me out to the ball game. Take. So, Polly, a lot of us football heads, right, could talk all day about Peppers. And obviously here in Chicago, if you're a Bears fan or if you're a wrestling fan, if you see him in Romeoville, if you saw him at Rosemont in any of the casinos, if you saw him at Wrigley Field, you always have a story about Mongo. But you and I can have a really fun conversation right now about Devin Hester. And I think there's a lot to dissect. And I think there's a lot of different ways to talk about number 23 now going into the Hall of Fame. I'll let you start off your thoughts on Devin Hester becoming a football Hall of Famer. Well, I think he deserves it completely. A lot of people are, you know, you're saying it's controversial. A lot of people are are saying that he doesn't deserve it because he was just a returner. He was a returner, but, yeah. But I remember as soon as I got into football, you know, way before Devin Hester came around, I remember seeing kickoff returns and punt returns would happen sparingly, and it was always exciting, and you always wished every time your team got kicked to that you could see something special like that. And then Devin Hester comes along. And in his rookie season, makes this immediate impact, wasn't it? The first game against, like, Green Bay up at Lambeau, he returns a punt. You know, like, they end up winning that game. Through that year, I think he ends up returning a bunch of punts. Rookie of the year, uh, right? Didn't he? Didn't yeah. he? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it was immediate, his impact on the game. Ends up breaking the record for most returns. Has some iconic returns, multiple iconic returns. You know, I, I don't want to steal all the thunder, but, you know, uh, was it the Super Bowl? Of course, everyone everyone thinks of. I love the one um, where it was, I, I think, like the wind. No, the, well, that was Vassar, but the, a year later, he kind of did the same thing where it was uh, an errant field goal uh, kick that came up short in the end zone. He retrieved it in the back of the end zone. This is at New York, uh, the Giants on Sunday Night Football. And he kind of like fakes for a second, like he's just like, you know, kind of casually going to walk off the field. And then Jets all the way down the field, like 107, 108 yards for a touchdown. You know, I think of I think of that. I think of the Monday night football game. The Bears are who we thought they were. I think of I think he had two against St. Louis on an ESPN Monday night game. 
you know, there's there's a legendary career you're talking about. And I think the best players, the ones that really excited us and changed the game, you know, regardless of the short amount of time that he was on the field or the fact that he never really could make it as, as a player on any other part of the field, you know, like uh, Deion Sanders was also a great corner as well as a great return specialist. As much as I never want to give Deion his flowers, he truly was a great coverage corner, not a great tackler, great coverage corner, awesome returner, Hall of Famer, no doubt. Hester is an element of that, but Hester is a way better returner than Dion. So I think that makes up for the fact that Dion was great at other aspects of the game. Hester really was, you know, like, you know, don't kick to this guy, don't kick to this guy. And some of the most stubborn kickers would kick to him and they would pay the price. I mean, we saw it in the Super Bowl. Tony Dungy mm -hmm. was told. Jim Nance and everybody in the studio, we were at home screaming, they're not going to kick to him. There's no way. There's going to be nope. a touchback. The Bears are going to have to drive down the field in a raining Miami, and we're going to have to see if they could go against a nasty defense and see if they could score points. And whether it was the Eagle, the arrogance, or it was people just scared and saying, no, we're not going to switch up our game. We have to stop them. Eventually, yeah. you have to swing with God, right, yep. in that case, and that might have been it. I want to talk a little bit about this article I found from the Sporting News. This is from Jacob Kamkirk. Devin Hester returns debt. Why ex-Bear star made NFL Hall of Fame history. Devin Hester is going where no NFL return specialist has gone before, to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Hester, who's 41 now, drew consideration for enshrinement in each of the past two off-seasons, but was not chosen. Why? The NFL was not often rewarded players with Hall of Fame status based primarily on their special team contributions. Despite the so-called third phase of the game being important, only four kickers and one punter have made the Ray Hall of Fame. Only two of those kickers, Morden Anderson and Jan Stenward, played the position exclusively, while Ray Guy is the Hall of Fame's lone punter. Now Hester will join. Now Hester will join the crew as a majority of his production throughout his NFL career came as a return specialist. Hester logged a whopping 20 touchdowns as a returner during his NFL career, the most by any player in league history. Most of Hester's special team scores came on punt returns. He logged an NFL record 14 of those, four clear of the second place finisher, Eric Metcalf, who had just 10. Hester also added five kickoff return touchdowns in the regular season and one touchdown return off a missed field goal. Hester was an all-pro as a returner three times, led the NFL in punt return touchdowns in three different seasons, 2006, 2007, and 2010. He also led the NFL in kick return touchdowns in both 2006 and in 2011. He returned 315 punts for a total of 3,695 yards and 14 touchdowns. He returned 295 kicks for a total of 7,333 yards with five touchdowns. It's one thing to say kickers. Yeah. Vinatieri, Vanderjack, you name your favorite kicker who's ever done it. Robbie Gold, whoever. I, you think of them more as field goal guys than place kickers, though. The, you know, guys sure. that are kicking to a guy down the field, right? But my point being is, punting, punt returns have an actual impact straight in the game. It's field position. Mm -hmm. Anything can happen in a punt return. And to me, that is an actual part of the game that changes outcomes, that changes momentums. And for people to use that against Devin Hester, when then they want to use it as these little talking points as these little data points when it fits their narrative. Devin Hester, anytime he touched the ball outside of kick return, because we know now in the NFL, kick return has basically been ruled out. Punting changes outcomes, changes field position. And anytime Devin Hester was on a punt return, he was the most dangerous player on the field. What's harder to do, a punt return or a kick return? A punt return. 
a punt return. That's what I think too. And he has fourteen versus five kick returns. It's like fourteen punt returns. So how can we talk about this conversation? Amazing to watch. Metcalf was amazing to watch in his day. Sure, but Hester was way better than Metcalf. And that's my point. It was almost more of a given, and it's like he made it look easy. And it's so hard to do both kick returns and punt returns. You can cherry pick this stuff. You can tell us that kicking doesn't matter. The only thing that matters, the punter is more valuable than a kicker. The punter is a real football player. The punter impacts the game. But then you don't want to give the same credit to the dude who's returning those punts, changing field position, putting your team in the best position to score, and more often than not, being the most dangerous weapon on your team when it comes to your scoring offense. He's the one that would give the defense enough reprieve because he would take the ball so damn far down the field that the defense didn't have to worry about the offense having the ball at the 40, at the 50. They were getting the ball on the other side and they were making drives happen. They were putting themselves in field goal position. Devin Hester was responsible for all that. I don't want to hear that he was only one phase. He was only a specialist. He was though, but he was the phase. He was the phase. He was the offense. There should be an award every year to the best special teams player and it should be the Devin Hester award. Whether it's a kicker, a punter, or a return specialist, or a blocker, the best special teams player every year should be the Devin Hester award winner. And I blame the Chicago Bears for derailing all the momentum and what could have been even more spectacular plays because they didn't want to play just a kick returner and punt returner. They needed to justify whatever contract they wanted by putting him as a wide receiver when they knew that Jay Cutler was not going to be gentle with Devin Hester. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. I I would have liked to see Hester used more as just a return specialist. That's it. I think it's probably for the better that they did because he didn't get injured, you know, doing something stupidly on offense or defense. Remember, he was drafted into this league to be a cornerback. No, yeah, a corner, yeah. And Shout and, out to the Hurricanes. He was a killer yeah. at the Hurricanes, too, by the way. But wasn't he more of a return specialist a than return a corner specialist? With, with, the, with Miami? But it's just in college, you know, because of the speed. And if he got he his hands on the away, ball, you know what I'm saying? He was taking like it back to the crib. NFL's big boy time, though. So I, I get it. I get why he didn't fit in other aspects of the game, but that doesn't take away from how important to the game he was. And really, no one has been better before or since to do that. Devin Hester was a key component on a team making a Super Bowl run, a NFC Championship run. He changed games. He legitimately flipped scores, flipped leads with his own feet. I can't believe that meatball football fans give him less credit on punt returns that he was better at than kick returns. The, it makes no sense to me. The Bears are not... NFC champions in 2006 if Devin Hester's not on that team. Period. End of discussion. End of discussion. That's it. Well, what about Earl Hester. And if we want to go even What about deeper? Briggs? Hester. Now, I will say you take you take one player off that team and they don't make it, it's Hester. I do believe Olin Krutz, I do believe Lance Briggs, and I do believe Peanut Tillman should all be Hall of Famers as well. Olin Krutz, best center to ever do it, and the most Pro Bowls in an era of Bears football where they didn't have any offensive representation goes to show how important it was his franchise. Lance Briggs, the anchor of that defense, mm-hmm. the person who called that defense, the one that allowed Brian Urlacher to be as dynamic as he was, and Peanut Tillman, we talk about changing the games, adding to the game, the peanut punch. Any final thoughts, Paulie? Oh, no, I'm with you on that. You know, and you're making me uh, dork out to the Bears, which I used to before the Khalil Mack trade. So that was nice. This uh, seeing all three guys get in was really nice. Uh, you know, and that, that made me dork out for Bears fans, especially uh, Mongo. You know, it's so cool to see Mongo get it and, um, you know, well-deserved.